Hello everyone, I'm Sarah and welcome to Portal to the Paranormal and you're watching Thriller Podcast. Now today, well this evening we have a very special guest, uh, originates from Mississippi but now lives in New Hampshire. He is co-founder of It's Haunted Network, an actor, a speaker, uh, founder of Mississippi Paranormal Research Institute and investigator, paranormal investigator. Let's bring him on, shall we? Let's welcome Mr. David Childers. Hope I've said your name right. Hello. Hi, David. You called me. I was sharing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's, um, cool. it's, it's not a big deal. I'm always slow at that. I sit here and I try to share and I freeze up my thumbs. I'm like, ooh, I'm about to get on. Oh, we'll always share it later. Uh, it's oh. sure. I got it. So the uh, people watching, our viewers, they might ask questions as well. So I'll put them up on the screen. And if you're happy to answer them, that would be fabulous. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm actually pulling it up on the comments and on the Facebook. Fabulous. Cool. Okay, so I'm going to throw some questions at you, David, if that's yep. all right. Okay, let's go back to the very beginning then. How did you get involved in the paranormal world? How did it start for you? Oh, basically, well, I lived in Vicksburg, Mississippi, and Vicksburg is like the one that had one of the biggest battles of the Civil War there, the Battle of Vicksburg. And um, I lived on my family's property, and it was a part of the Civil War. And I just got to, I was 13, 12, something like that. And <laughs> I was watching Crocodile Dundee, and <laughs> I was like, yeah, I want to go outside. I'm, you know, I'm going to my imagination i'm gonna be crocodile dundee i put snake skin boots on i had i don't know why i had daisy daisy dukes on but uh i did i guess that's the only thing i had to wear but uh <laughs> at the time but i went outside and it was getting dusk and uh i look over at the wood line and i saw a full body apparition of a civil war soldier had a beard and all that i ran inside and i told my dad i was like dad there's somebody out there you know it was no you're just seeing stuff and he goes out there nobody out there dude i know i know it was a Civil War soldier. I remember, you know, the outfit, you know, and the long beard. It just went on from there. And I've always loved, you know, horror stories and scary stories. And it just uh, started doing research the older I got. And then the television, well, first it started out on the internet with the ghost hunting stuff. And that's not a knife. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that ain't a knife. <laughs> Speaking of that, Scott, let me backtrack a little bit. I did make a Bowie knife out of wood and I oh. had that. So I did have somewhat of a knife, uh, but uh, it, like I said, it just went on from there. And then the internet thing came out and seeing the ghost hunters, you know, like, well, ghost adventures, I believe they came out first. And I was like, you know what, let me get into this. We were already doing it, you know, but we didn't have, we didn't know how to use equipment or well, a voice recorder and all that. We were just going out there just to get our experiences, being weekend warriors, going to cemeteries and stuff like that. I think that really kicked off whenever I was 16, 17. And uh, then in the 20-something 20, 20 years old, I started dabbling in the equipment. And it just went from there, man. It started three teams. And uh, actually, four, whenever I moved up here, me and my ex had a, a, a paranormal, paranormal couple group. And whenever we, we just, you know, split apart, uh, we, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to start a team. I'm just going to do my own thing. And heck, I've been doing it for years, so I might as well just do it. And then, then I got a hold of Chris Sanders up here. He's in Maine, 
great guy. He's been in the field for 15, 16 years. Yeah. Uh, been on multiple television stations as, as well as me. And we basically have the same style and we and the outlook on what we wanted to do. So it's like, why start a team when, uh, you know, why join a team whenever we could just do our own thing, get together, be, fr- you know, we're best friends. So we could do our own thing and go separate ways and don't have to worry about any drama, you know. And uh, I mean, that's that's the way it's been. I mean. Yeah. That's the, the the ultimate prize, isn't it? A full-on MFG ghost, just a full-on apparition looking at you, waving. Mm. It's That's when you know, especially when two people see it as well. Have you ever oh, had yeah. that experience when you all witnessed something? It's like, shit, we all saw that. Yep. And it's like, how can I debunk that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nobody else can. How can I? So, I mean, even though you try to do it, you can't. You have all these, you got validation right there that there was something there, you know. So, it's pretty cool. It definitely is. You always got to have another set of eyes out there too for any kind of validation. Yeah, definitely. Do you ever, um, do you have any gifts or sixth sense or anything when it comes to the paranormal? Well, I don't really put it out there, but put it this way. I've acquired gifts over the years. Yeah. You can train (laughs) yourself, can't you? Or you have a a sixth sense. Every, Definitely. Everyone has it. All of us have it. We just got to open our mind up and just roll with it, man. I mean, and you definitely somebody say somebody that's actually knows a lot more about it and has been doing it a lot longer. They can actually sit here and help you out and open yourself up and just bleed into those abilities where your your senses become a lot stronger, you know. And yeah, I, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, the paranormal and history go hand in hand. And I've been doing a bit of stalking. I won't lie. I've been all over your Facebook page and looking at, done a bit of YouTubing and everything. And I, I've looked at your locations. And they look, I mean, been from being in the UK, some of our viewers probably don't even know these places, but I want to chat to you a bit on them. I mm-hmm. see that you were at the Bell Cave, was it the Bell Witch Cave in Waverley Hills, uh, Penthurst Asylum, Sleepy Hollows. I really want to talk about that because I've seen the movie, but I didn't even know it was actually a, a proper place. Um, Madame Cherie's Forest. Mm-hmm. Can, yep. you, can you give us a little insight on these places? Oh, and a Pierce Mansion as well. Oh, oh. SK Pierce, yeah. Black Swan Inn, also amazing location. Uh, well, let's go to Sleepy Hollow since you like Sleepy Hollow. Well, okay. Um, we actually, where did we go? It was me and Chris. We went to, I think it was Penhurst. We went to Penhurst, I believe. I don't know. Everything's just like blah. <laughs> Riding around him, he travels all the time. So it's just like everything just bleeds into each other and overlaps. Yeah, Jen, you're right. Pen, Penhurst is crazy as hell. But um, Sleepy Hollow, we were on the way back, and Chris looked at me. We were so close to it. He was like, you want to go to Sleepy Hollow? You want to go to the cemetery? Sure, let's go. We got three more hour drive ahead of. Let's just swing by there. So, we ended up going there and filming the cemetery. The cemetery is so unique. I've never seen a cemetery like it. Uh, they actually have a couple of graves in there that were built into the rocks, which was real cool. Um, and actually, another reason why we went there because Chris is holding a paracon there. It's called Sleepy Hollow Paracon. It's the first ever paranormal convention in Sleepy Hollow. That's coming up October 22nd. Hey, what's going on, Brian? How you doing, brother? And uh, that'll be the first one. I'm Sleepy Hollow Paracon. Who wouldn't want to go to a paranormal convention in Sleepy Hollow? Hell yeah. 
That would be awesome. We don't have many of them in the UK, unfortunately. You'd think we would be in like the hub of paranormal. There's only one or two. Anyway, so as you you were. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's coming up. Uh, Anyway, we swung by there, got some TikTok videos and all that. And uh, yeah, Uh, let's see what other. Oh, let's go to Penhurst. Penhurst was amazing. Um, actually went out there with East Coast Par- uh, Paranormal, Christina uh, Westervelt. She is also a co-host on our show on It's Haunted Network. It's called It's Haunted Vodcast. And um, she she t- invited us out there to join the team. And I'm glad she did because that place was amazing. We actually got a disembodied voice. Wow. At the, yeah. At the end, this is a dead end hallway. I got it on TikTok. You can look up David Childers, I think, three or David Childers Paranormal Attic. And at the end of the hallway, it's a dead end, okay? Me and Chris are sitting there. And keep in mind, there's 18,000 viewers on my end and probably 30 on his end sitting here watching this live. Chris says, hello, twice. The first hello, it's a female, comes back, says, hello. You can't really catch it, but we heard it with our ears. But the second time, he says, hello, a good four seconds, no echo, no nothing. A guy comes back, hello. I mean, it was like, whoa. I mean, we backed up. We were like, oh, hell no. I mean, that, that's just crazy as hell because, I mean, you got a disembodied voice. It's like 30 feet away and you can't see. <laughs> it's right there, you know. And uh, it was definitely interesting. Definitely interesting. So, Madame, Madame Shadi, is she? Is it like a – when I was watching your video, she likes to party. Yeah. Cats mm-hmm. or – well, Madame Cherie, she was, um, I know some of the history, not real, a lot, not a lot about it. I just glanced over because I thought the place was just cool. I just want to go out there and take a look at it, you know, and I like going into places blind anyway. So uh, it won't be like my matrix. And if I did investigate, you know, um, but yeah, she, she was, a she loved her parties. She loved being the, like the big star of the moment. I mean, it was her house. She lived in a castle. And uh, uh-huh. she would make a dramatic entrance every time she would have a party and all that. It was real cool. And uh, eventually, I don't know what happened. I mean, of course, she probably passed away and then oh. it ended up going to ruins. And actually, the staircase in the video, it's crumbled. Uh, but it's still there. And there's walking trails all around. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool yeah. location. What what kind of era is that? Is that 1200, did you say? Or was it a bit? No, no, uh, 17, no. aren't you? 17. It's probably seven. Probably 17, 1800s, maybe. Yeah. yeah, just look up uh, Madame Cherie's forest in New Hampshire and it'll pull up. It'll give all the story about her. And what's with the witch caves then? I've, I've never been to the Bell Witch Cave. That's, oh, in, Ten- okay. that's, that's in Tennessee. Uh, but I had a chance to go, just hadn't had, just never did make it. And then I moved up to New Hampshire. So, you know, uh, probably not going because <laughs> it's in wow. Tennessee. But, the story behind the curse of the Bell Witch is actually pretty interesting. You oh, definitely well, check that out. Yeah, the Bell Witch Cave, it's pretty cool. I actually had one of my friends, Angel Lee, she did an episode on it before. I forgot who she filmed with. It was uh, some uh, ne- network. I don't know, but it was it was a few years ago. But she supposedly got some po- cool stuff there, you know. So. Interested in the location. Very interesting. Ooh. So... You're from New Hampshire now. You're living in New Hampshire now. It sounds a bit, it sounds a bit British. You've got places there like Manchester, Portsmouth, Dover, um, Guildford, and Plymouth. So I'm assuming like part of the heritage there could be a lot of British heritage, a lot of 
you know, yeah. what what have you got there? I know you're just under Massachusetts. And Massachusetts, I love saying that. Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just call it mass because I butcher it all the time. <laughs> I get picked on about it, so I just call it mass. Amazing. But uh, yeah, uh, mass has got a lot of history too. I mean, all the New England states up here is just amazing. I haven't really dug into it, but it was Re Revolutionary War and all that. There's yeah. all kinds of stuff around here. I mean, and these houses up here, 1700s, 1600s. The graves are in 1716. I'm like, I'm in down south, it was 1800s. That's all you really saw, you know? And up here, it's just like, it's so crazy, especially with. The, the rock, the, the well, the stacking the stones, all the New Englanders, they stack the stones up here just a tradition for like borderlines and all that. You could be riding down the road and look in the woods and it just be just like, uh, I guess, just markers and uh, long, uh, what brick well, stone walls and stuff that's been there for years. And it used to be our old homestead. So, oh, David. David, David, if you get that excited about that uh, all that business, you would be peeing your pants if you come over to the UK and saw what we had to offer. <laughs> I want to believe me, I got my passport. I want to. <laughs> yeah, you and you and old um, what's his name should come yes. over, old Ginger Nuts, and come over and do a <laughs> and do a UK tour. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Love it. Been planning on doing it. Been planning on we were at. Uh, we talked about doing it this year, but all the other stuff going on, it's just like, there's no way. You know, no. he's booked, I'm booked. Yeah. And, then, you know, Christina with Get Haunted Network, which is amazing. Rob, amazing people, man. Uh, they they hold events, um, awesome events at haunted locations and very decent price. Uh, you get go out and be a paranormal investigator and get your paranormal fix, you know, with Get Haunted team. So, but uh, yeah, and check them out too as well. Oh yeah, I'll have a stalk later. Have you um I see that you're near Rhode Island as well. Not well, I wouldn't say near, but it's there. Have you mm -hmm. been to the Conjuring House? Have you been to the Hinsdale House? I haven't been to Salem. Uh, uh, I haven't been to Hinsdale. Uh, I really mm -hmm. want to go out there. I've, I've been meaning to get a hold of Daniel and you know see what the price is and all that stuff. I'd love to check that place out. Salem. Mm -hmm. I love Salem. Salem. I call Salem. it Salem. I love Salem. Salem. I'm there once a month at least. Uh, got some friends down there. They got a uh, haunted location downtown. Uh, it's actually called Masan Vampire. And it's who wouldn't want to go to a witch vampire shop, <laughs> basically. I mean, it, the place is amazing. And uh, the owner of that place, she also owns uh, Vamp Things. There's a lot of cool vampire stuff uh, right across the street, basically, a couple of blocks away. But uh, Salem's awesome. Has a lot of history to it. Every time I go there, man, I have to I see something different every wow. every time. Uh, now, real conjuring house, yeah. Investigated that. It was a couple oh. years ago. It was uh yeah uh, storm you know Stormy Daniels you know Stormy. I've is. heard of him. Yeah. No, her, her, her. Her. <laughs> All right, uh, Stormy Daniels Trump thing, ex you know porn star President Trump. Anyway. Anyway, okay. yeah, Stormy, Stormy got out of uh, got out of that a while back, and she got into the paranormal field. She's always had, you know, gifts and stuff like that. She's always been interested into it, and she got into the paranormal field. I think it was about a year and a half, and got a hold to me, and we got together, and she was like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I want to film this reality show, you know, spooky based paranormal show." I was like, "Oh, cool, awesome, I'm game, let's go, Storm." So, um, 
we did a road trip. Well, she invited me on the road trip. Um, basically a tour to all these locations in the New England States. This is before I even moved up here. And one of the places was the real Conjuring House. Um, so as soon as we got there, definitely a heavy feeling. We were like, dude, this place is going to be insane. So skipping ahead to a couple of things that happened that night. I can't really say that much because, you know, for the show and all that. But there was one uh, incident. Stormy has a, a haunted doll named Susan. It's actually an Ed and Lorraine Warren doll. Oh. And she left it. She left Susan in the vehicle with in the back seat with the seatbelt on. She didn't want to take it into the house. Perfect. Yep. That sounds great. Protect the doll. Okay. Well, me and Justin, Justin is also, he's, him and Stormy is the one that do the Spooky Days Paranormal. Me and Justin and Blade, actually Stormy's, Stormy's new husband, congratulations, Storm and Blade. They got mm-hmm. married. Um, we were down in the basement. I looked at Justin, I was like, Justin, I'm not feeling right, man. We ought to go up there and check on the girls. He was like, yeah, I'm feeling the same thing. So we start walking up the steps. We get to the top of the steps. The car alarm starts going off. I hear the girls scream. They go running toward the front door. We run behind them, open up the door. The door of the vehicle, back door is wide open, seatbelt undone, Susan laying on the ground. No way. Nobody else there. Oh, my gosh. So we calmed down after that. Uh, did a couple of investigations. I'm not going really. I saw three half-body half apparitions at night in the same area. It was like a residual. It was like back and forth, like a broken record. It was crazy. Um then we went <clears throat> to the basement again. Storm did the sensory deprivation technique. And there's a well there. There was a board on top of it. I moved the board off the well. There's a rampod sitting beside it. Storm's a good distance away from it. After she gets through with the sensory de- deprivation, she pulls the blindfold off. We got it all on video. She stands up. And I'm standing on the other side of the well. Well, next thing you know, that rampod just starts going off. Red line just screaming at us. And Stormy's like, something's coming up the well. Something's coming up the well. Oh! What's the reaction? I kick the board back on top of the well. Rampod stops. Wow. Because I saw someone, I was watching Paraflex, and I was watching about the the conjuring house, and someone actually got in the well. It's, is that what that's the one right the, yeah. People do that. it. I wouldn't have done it because there's water that much in there. I wasn't going to get it. Oh, no. You imagine a hand coming up and getting you. Oh, you need to change your drawers, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm so jealous. That's a brilliant what an experience. Amazing. Because yeah. you always wonder about these places, don't you? We had Andrea Parron on there, and she was telling us all sorts of stories about it. Mm-hmm. And it does, I mean, it's a dream come true, isn't it? I think it's been sold now again, though, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's up under yeah. New ownership, and she's holding events and stuff there, too. I think with uh, yeah with a uh, ghost hunts USA I believe or something like that, but yeah, yeah they've been holding on they've been holding events there so it's pretty cool the place is amazing, it really is but I will say I I probably won't go back fuck that place I probably won't go back <laughs> <laughs> there was some shit there I haven't seen in 22 years before I mean but uh, it's, it's it's that place is like Grand Central Station I mean spirits in and out in and out in and out so. If you want to get if you want to get scared and you want to get some evidence, that's a damn good place to go. Can you feel it when you're in there when you walk in the door? Oh yeah, yeah. straight Absolutely. away. Yep. What about the um, oh, Amateurville House? Nope, I haven't been there before. No, uh, 
No, I haven't been there. Uh, I think, yeah, that's the, I don't, I don't even think uh, they let people in there. I think somebody sold it and they changed the windows and all that stuff on it. Oh, but, uh, Jenny, sorry, just a question Jenny pulled up earlier. Uh, at the Lamb House in Carmel, Maine, I spoke to Kent Brewis the other day. Well, not the other day, a couple of weeks ago, should I say. And it's so, so interesting. He has stuff go down. Have you been, have you been there? I've never heard of it. Uh, Jim, <gasps> thank oh. you for bringing that up. Yeah. I've yeah, never sent you the link. Oh, yeah, shadow sure. dude sits yeah, on the I'm end like... of his bed, scares the pants off him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it really yeah. is. Yeah, I'll send you it. It's on, he's oh. got a YouTube channel, and he does let investigators in as well. I don't know how far Kalmar, Maine is from you. Yeah. It's not that far. It, it's probably oh. maybe three hours, four hours, something like that. I can get to Portland, Maine in two. I would love to see that video then. If you get in touch with Kent, oh, my days, I would love to see that. Yeah, um, absolutely. Send me the link. I'd, I'd like to check it out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, definitely. another cool location here is in Massachusetts is, uh, is the USS Salem. That place is intense. I mean, it's it's a battleship. It's a freaking battleship. And uh, actually, I've got a video out there on TikTok. You'll be able to see it. Also, Chris Chris does too. It's a Chris Sanders Paranormal Explorer. Yeah. You can look at some of the stuff. Basically, some of, a lot of these places we've been to at the same time. But uh, USS Salem is amazing. Don, he's he, you know, caretaker of it, runs it. I mean, they do events there all the time. That place is so intense. I had mm. a, uh, I actually had a shadow figure. I didn't see it, but uh, we were in the mess hall area, and Chris was seeing a shadow person over on the left hand side of me, and I saw it too. And I was like, "Hey, look, you can come over, come close to us. We're not here to hurt you. We just..." stories i can see right now you know come over and get closer and adam another guy that was with us he was standing in front of me i really couldn't see him because it was basically pitch black and there was a, a manhole right behind me adam jumps up and he grabs him by my shirt and pulls me toward him i'm like dude what are you doing you know and he was like there was a shadow that manifested from that manhole behind you and i thought it was going to grab you and pull you down there jeez Okay, <laughs> so we got some cool stuff there too. Some cool evidence. That place is definitely worth going to. I I know I pick your brain about locations, locations this evening. But what about prison cells and other asylums? What else have you done? Anything uh, like that? Let's see, Cume Memorial Hospital. It's yeah. not there anymore. Thank God they tore it down. That place was evil. Um, I was caretaker of it. I have a story about that, but it'll take forever. Uh, if you want to check out the story, it's on Discovery Plus. It's Haunted Hospital Season 2, Episode 13, uh, mm -hmm. called Obsession. That place right there was dark. It was so freaking dark, man. It, it basically it almost ruined my life, you know, Jeez. marriage and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the full, yeah, you just have to see the full story. That's one of my attachments that really really fucked me up i mean big time and it was hard to come back from it you know lost weight almost committed suicide it, it was intense uh that that place was also featured actually i just put it up too it was off uh, no i didn't put that one up but you can google cum memorial hospital k-u-h-n memorial hospital vicksburg mississippi u-h-n mm -hmm. and the first thing it's going to come up is going to say ghost hunters find dead body at abandoned asylum it's going to be a lot of those i mean you can read the stories about that that was a tragic event it, it, it was horrible um 
then, but you'll see other stuff about the investigations we've done there. Uh, filmed with uh, Zach and them, Ghost Adventures, on a couple of episodes during that time period. Spirits Under Siege, the Vicksburg edition. And wow. uh, we were there at Kuhn Hospital and ran across that non-human entity that we call Michael. Ginny! <laughs> That's my girl. Uh, she actually has a show on our network, too, matter of fact. Oh. Um, but... Yeah, that's uh, that place was insane. It definitely was. It was a lot of history. It was pre-Civil War, smallpox outbreak, yellow fever. It was the Sisters of Mercy, Catholic nuns. They ran it and took care of it. But uh, that was definitely a crazy location. You were talking about prisons, Mansfield State Reformatory in Ohio. That place was insane. Wow. Uh, investigated that years ago. And um, we were down in solitary confinement. And all We let the other teams go. And me and, uh, me and two other people of another founding team, they're the one to put this little event on. We we retired. We were like, yeah, we're just going to sit back and watch the DVR camera. And next thing you know, Tammy was like, oh, my God, there's somebody at the end of solitary confinement. I was like, okay, let's go. You know, we grab equipment. We go running down there. We get down there, nothing. So we're walking around. Tammy just not really provoking, but she was like, hey, Look, I'm a female. I know you haven't seen a female while. Come here and talk to me. Blah blah blah. This that. Next thing you know, she's she was she screams in pain. She's holding her stomach. She was like, "Oh my, David, there's something grabbing my stomach. It's like something, you know, just basically just holding me real tight." And I joked with her. I was like, "Yeah, it's probably gas, you know." <laughs> no, it really is something. And uh, sitting there for a second. Next thing you know, she hits her knees. She's in pain. Jeez. Her husband's sitting here screaming, stop, leave her alone, this and that. And next thing you know, the mail meter, which it was weird coincidence, went to 66.6 degrees, <laughs> which was very weird. But anyway, I went over there and I tried to get her up. I couldn't get her up. Finally get her up. Fireman carry her out of there. Take her to the break room. We lifted up her pants leg where she was, I said it was hurting and burning. She had fingerprint marks on her thighs. Jeez. She wasn't touching her thighs. She was holding her stomach the whole time. And I know I did. So, and you can wow. hear cell doors slam there and the cell doors have moved. It's like a residual sound. So, there's always that fear about being attacked or attachments and things like that. And I was going to ask you about attachments. Is that the only attachment that you have? Did you feel a presence in? Did you bring it home with you? With that one right there. That was totally a dark, non-human entity. I didn't know what was happening. I had no idea. Every mm -hmm. my friends, family, they saw it. I didn't see it. It just, it just engulfed me. That's why it's a. It was an obsession with that hospital, you know, because I was caretaker over it. I was over it, you know. And uh, now the other one I have, it's uh, one of my stories. I only had two. This one right here, you can find on uh, Paranormal Nine One One season one episode six or yeah called the chapel and that was uh whenever i was a volunteer firefighter in vicksburg mississippi i ended up going to a wreck scene because it was right down the road i got there and it was a younger girl she was around 20 21 something like that and she didn't make it but she feared mm. off and hit a tree uh got out called it in I'm not going to get in detail, but I called it in this and that and other, you know, first responders came. I left and on the way back to the house, it felt like somebody was in the back seat, somebody watching, watching me, you know, staring at me. So I blew it off and get back to my house, go in there, take a shower. It's like three o'clock in the morning. 
and I hear knocking on my bathroom door. I'm like, Madison, get that, that was my daughter. She was like probably 12 at the time. Get out of the shower, open it up. She's not there. I go to the back room. She's fast asleep. Okay. Blew it off. A couple of weeks later, I woke up and <laughs> woke up in the middle of the night and I look at the end of my bed and there is this ghostly figure, long black hair, no face, pale, looking at me. What? I'm like, nope, nope, not in my house. Nope. <laughs> I pulled the covers up on my head and I just stayed there. Oh my lord. And you know, I never seen really anything like that before. And I was like, shit, I must have been dreaming. It kept on happening. I woke up one time and she was like, her face was like right here, right beside me. Uh stuff came up missing, stuff getting pushed around, uh broken, the closet. My daughter hated her closet because that's where she said she hid. And my daughter had no idea about this. No idea. Because I didn't want to scare her. But she no. was seeing the same thing I was. Well, I had a couple of my friends come over and I was like, dude, we got to do something. So I tried. I just said, hey, look, you got to come back to where you came from. You got to follow me back. You know, I don't care if you're here or not, but you're scaring my daughter. You know, just come back where you follow me. I didn't know if it worked. So we went out to the wreck scene that night. And uh, as soon as we got there, I looked across the street. There was an old cemetery right across from the wreck scene. Just so happened that was one of the cemeteries I take newbies to to investigate to see if they actually are into it or they just want to be weak and warrior type thing. So we go up there and there's this big pine tree where we leave the equipment. We don't want to get lost. We know what the pine tree is. So we pass this pine tree and go to the back plot. Uh, it's like a family plot, and I'm sitting here asking questions, this and that, and I was like, look, you can stay here, you know, please don't follow me home, you're welcome, I mean, welcome to stay at my place, but you can't scare us anymore, all that whole spill. K2 meters just start redlining both of them at the same time. I'm like, okay, we're in the middle of nowhere, no power lines, no electricity, no cell phones, they're going off. Next thing you know, the investigator beside me, she that came with me, she tugging on my shirt, she was like, David, look, 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 look. I'm like, What? I look, the pine tree was the creepiest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> the girl was there, but she was playing peekaboo behind oh. I had a, a detective, Vicksburg police detective, that was with me too. And he had his camera and he was snapping photos. He got the top part of her head going back. Next thing you know, he pulls his gun out. I'm like, dude, what are you going to do? Shoot a ghost? No. <laughs> I'm like, just calm down. She's okay. All right, they start calming down. And I was like, you know, the messed up thing is uh, we got to walk right past that tree. Whenever we leave, and they're like, no, no. I was like, look, it's okay. She's not she's not going to harm us. We walk past. She wasn't there. We get in the vehicle. We leave. End up finding out that she was going to that cemetery to see her father. Her father is buried there. Oh. And that's where she's at now. Yeah, she's oh. at that cemetery. I mean, I really felt sorry for her, but she was just, it was scaring my daughter. Me, I could have dealt with it, but. Yeah. I mean, that's the worry, isn't it? Being a paranormal investigator, whether or not you're going to bring something home and whether or not you bring something dark home as well. I mean, I always tell it every, after every investigation, we always say, tell our guests as well that tell anything here that is not alive to stay is not welcome in our home. And that usually does a trick. But did you do, you can go around your house, can't you, with some sage and say, get the hell out of my house. It's all about intent at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the thing is with the sage, I mean, the sage, a lot of people's like, yeah, I'll just sage my house. No, sage is for to get rid of negativity. 
And it depends on how you do it. You got to open up all your windows, this and that. I mean, it's for negativity. It's not to actually get rid of spirits. No. <laughs> you know, that's why a lot of people, you know, do it wrong. If you want to do something like that and cleanse your home to let everybody know, hey, look, do your research, find somebody that's yeah. been doing it for a while, get them to come in there, do it where it's done right, where it'll calm it down for a little bit. Sometimes it might spike back up, but yes. don't acknowledge them. I mean, don't acknowledge the spirits if you don't want them to be there. That works a lot of times. There's so many people say different ways of doing it as well, isn't it? They yeah. say that you've got to do it. You've got to read out if it's your home, um, windows closed, windows open. You know, the American, the Indians use sage. So that's why they use a certain sage, white sage. It's like, Jesus, how much more do I need to know? Well, usually, there's, a lot, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Whatever. I mean, put it this way. I guess it would be whatever works for you. Yeah. You know, uh, there's like there's different kind of religions. That's why I, I follow all kinds of religions: voodoo, hoodoo, Catholic, Pentecostal, uh, you know, whatever. A Wiccan, you know, yeah. I follow all that. I you usually, never know what situation you're going to walk into that that religion is going to come in handy. Yeah, or just say, "Get the fuck out of my house." <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That's another way to do it. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so. What kind of like paranormal activity could, well, the history in New Hampton, what do you think can inspire paranormal activity? It would be the wars there, wasn't it? It'll be the yeah. first level, a bit of witch about maybe. Yeah, it's, it's so much stuff up here that can inspire it. I mean. Yeah. Crime. These, like, yeah, yeah. All these locations I've been to, a lot of them have different history, but some of them have the same history. It's basically mm -hmm. about the same thing. Yeah. I would... Whatever happened, well, I'll put it this way, whatever happened in years ago or now, even present today, it, you still have a haunted house if somebody passed away two days ago, you know? It's yeah. not always the old. It could be in the 90s, the 2000s. But um, mm -hmm. I would say it depends on what kind of tra traumatic event happened yes. there. That's probably where you're going to have some of the activity. It's either going to be a residual or it's probably going to be just somebody that don't want to let go and they have unfinished business and they want to stay there. They want to see their family or, you know, there's so many, yeah. so many theories out there and we won't know until we pass away and meet the good Lord. And we probably won't want to know then <laughs> we probably won't want to know. So. Especially like a crime investigation where someone's been hacked up, for instance, like the Lizzie Borden house. Have you ever been there? Mm -hmm. Yep. Been yeah. There. Was yeah. it active? We really didn't get anything. I mean, okay. but, from what I hear with Lizzie Borden, it's hit and miss, hit and miss, which yeah. any location is. Any location, yeah. you know, is hit and miss. Uh, well, beside the Shanley Hotel, the Shanley Hotel, it never disappoints. Oh, my God. <laughs> it never does. That's a, that's a great location to go to as well. Is it? Whereabouts is that? Oh, uh, it's in New York. It's in New York. I can't even tell you exactly where. But it's in upstate New York, the Shanley oh. Hotel. <laughs> Is it residual energy or is it like intelligent? Is it a bit of both? It's intelligent. We got rushed at. Yeah. Uh, it, we were out there. We didn't invest, uh, me and Chris and uh, it was Mandy and Katie from Totally Weird and Twisted Podcast. They're also on our, on our network. And uh, April, we were out there. We were investigating and one of the pieces of equipment went off in the next room and me and Mandy went in there. We got it on video. It's on my TikTok, man. It, it's freaking insane. We go in that room and we're facing the equipment behind us is a middle chair in this little room. Mandy's recording. We're sitting here trying to figure out why the equipment went off. And the next thing you know, we hear something slide up against the wall. I'm thinking later on, I'm like, that was that metal chair folded up against the wall. That's what it sounded like. It slid. 
And we're like, what the fuck was that? And turn around, she's videoing. We're sitting here looking. And I was like, I was like, can you do that again? As soon as I said, can you do that again? Boom, 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 something rushed us. Wow. It was like on all fours. You could hear it. It's loud. You can hear the thumps coming toward us. It was coming toward us. I jumped in front of Mandy, and she's still recording over the top. You can see my ball head. And she was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I was like, yeah, something just rushed us, and it just stopped. As soon as I jumped in front of her, it stopped. I don't know, man, but Shanley, that was a crazy experience. That And that, it really it really fucked her up, too. She was like, oh, <laughs> it was intense. That was like one of her biggest moments she ever had, you know, of something happening like that. So I don't know. It's like being on a roller coaster ride, isn't it? It's intense kind of adrenaline rush. I mean, yeah. what's the most terrifying experience would you say you've had? It was probably the, the probably the Kuhn Hospital whenever I got the attachment. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting here standing on top of a freaking roof looking down at my truck and I'm hearing voices, not really voices, but something in my head just say, one more step, end it all, end the power. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty rough. We're going through a divorce and all that, all because I was so obsessed with that hospital. And uh, yeah. I really do think that that entity that was there wanted another spirit to be there, be a part of the hospital, probably because yeah. maybe tired of the old ones. And um, and you know, maybe you were that, vulnerable as well going through a divorce. They like to yeah, attack people. I was at my I was at my downward spiral. My lowest. I was weak and I let it come in and didn't even realize it. You know, yeah. and uh, it was after that I was done with that place. Actually, the roof caved in on us, almost killed us. Concrete roof Jeez. caved in. Yeah, three of us there. So that's why I was like, I'm putting two and two together, and I got an EVP right before that happened of a little girl laughing. So it's like I'm putting it all together. Like, yeah, they wanted more spirits. They wanted more souls there i guess you know and um let's see what else was it oh yeah and after that this whenever that horrible incident happened you know the the murder of yeah. the old lady at the hospital and i mean it was it, it was sad event i mean she was 67 years old it, i mean she didn't deserve nobody deserves that she didn't deserve it i mean it was insane but i tell you what uh if you do read the articles and all that let you know the guy that killed her he got what what was coming to him yes. he ended up breaking out of jail uh about three weeks to a month later breaking out of jail and vicksburg was on lockdown he was they couldn't find him he, he was hot end up finding out he was hiding in one of the downtown swamps he ended up going one morning around 6 a.m i guess he needed shower food or whatever he ended up going to this uh these this couple's house they had a newborn baby oh, and he held the the guy hostage, uh, took him inside, tied both of them up. The baby was still in the crib. He was in the bath bathroom. He was taking a shower, washing himself off. The one, the wife, the woman, the mother, she got loose. Went to the bedroom, got the forty four magnum. Go on, girl. Yep, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, it was awesome. I mean, he deserved it. He was evil. He would have killed them, and he would have killed that baby too. He was. Horrible person. You don't mess with mummy. Uh, exactly. No. She got out. She went in there. Bam! Shot him. Go the husband. Okay. The husband got the gun. Went in there and unloaded the full clip in his chest. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah, he got what he deserved. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was definitely. an evil person. 
And I came right before that murder happened, right before I left that hospital. I came face to face with him. I just put no trespassing signs out. His name was Raphael McLeod. Put no trespassing signs out. And it was almost dusk, whatever. And I was up there with the paranormal team. We were just talking right in the middle of the hospital. Next thing you know, I see an SUV pull up in front. I was like, man, I just put no trespassing signs out. What the hell? He comes jumping out of one of the windows on the bottom floor. And it, this place is like Waverly. It has no windows in it. And he walks up. He's like, you got a cigarette? I was like, man, I don't smoke. Uh, you see, there's no trespassing signs up there. And then I stopped myself because I looked in his eyes and they were glassed over. I could tell he was on something. And he just, he sit here and he said, okay. And he just walked in the second part of the building. And I was like, hey, be careful, man, with them, you know, the ghost here. I mean, be careful. It's, it's definitely haunted. He just looked at me, laughed, and left. What he was doing, he was casing the damn place out to, probably as a dumping ground, Jeez. which eventually, unfortunately, happened. But, yeah, he got, that son of bitch got what he deserved. Jeez. Evil person. Evil. That's, that's crazy. Cool. Um, oh, thank you, Jen. I appreciate it. I just saw what Jen said. Jen, thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, it happens. You never know in the field. You never know what you want to walk no, into. That's why a don't. lot of people. Yeah, you um, got to stay protected. Don't be weekend warriors and go out there and just, which uh, that's probably how we got in the field. We did it. Don't go out alone either, especially, I know it sounds awful, but women, if we go on investigations, we always take a few of the lads with us. Um, we, we, we run investigations, so there's always a big group of us, but sometimes we do go out and about and just do like a bit of filming and things like that. But yeah, you got to think of your safety. Like my old nan used to say, you got to be more afraid of the living than you are the dead. Cause you know, they say the dead can't hurt you, but some of them do. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I'm, I am. I am scared of the living more than I am the dead. Mm. <laughs> I agree with him hundred percent. Wise words. Have you ever experienced any proper like poltergeist in, in your face, poltergeist activity, seen any chairs moved or something thrown at you? I've seen something cool. Me and my ex-wife, we went to a hotel room just to get away. It was in downtown on the Mississippi River in Vicksburg. Wasn't think anything paranormal. Jacuzzi tub, she's in there, and I go in. I'm about to go get in there, and they're in the bathroom. There's like a little coffee pot maker. You know, little be coffee pot makers they have in the hotels. And dude, I just happened to look over, and she looked over, and the freaking the filter, the plastic filter holder, it just slid out and hit the ground. I'm like, what? I know that just didn't happen. So, I mean, that's really the only thing that I've seen besides is some of the haunted objects that I have that I collect. I've seen a couple of them move, you know, but not straight on. I've caught them either on video or, you know, something like that or woke up the next day and noticed it in a different position. But other than that, I don't really think of seeing like all hell break loose, you know, Susan being thrown out of the back. You know, but yeah, that's crazy. Not guys. I find that also when you go to locations, there's a place called Margram Castle, which is great, so beautiful in in Wales that we go to. But then some of these older houses that have all the original fixtures and fittings and sort of like furniture, it does harbor paranormal energy, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Think about this. I'm sorry to interrupt. Sorry. No, no, you carry on. I'm asking a question. All right. For 30 years, 30 years now, you go to work, you come home, you sit in your same recliner, you turn on TV, the same routine for 30 years. Whenever you pass away, how come your energy? Alex, oh, what's going on, brother? That's my boy, Alex Cooper. Ow. Yep. Uh, Me and him actually used to have a podcast way back in the day, Paranormal Addiction Radio. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
but yeah, for 30 years, you do the same thing over. Why, how come your, why couldn't your energy still be left on to over on that object? I mean, yeah. well, especially if you really fancied it as well, you really liked it and it, yeah. it, you're drawn to it like an old Teddy or like I've got a money box that eats the pennies and I bought it with my dad. And I'm thinking, you know what? I probably, if I passed over, I'd still want to look at that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. These things really do. Yeah. Right. Now I will say with Al, him, it's going to be his van. He is yeah. so attached to that. <laughs> I get it though. He's put a lot of work into it over the years. It's a beautiful van. It really is. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um. Let's talk Mississippi, shall we? Oh, I've got an infatuation in place. I mean, it's got so much history, hasn't it? Uh, I'm going to throw a few things out there. Uh, I'm going to, the Witch of Yazoo. Do you know yes. anything about that? Yeah, good old Google. Can you tell us a bit about? Yeah, Satasha. Well, actually, it's in, uh, oh, gosh. It's in, uh, I went blank. I go. I used to go there all the time. But anyway, the Witch of Yazoo. Um it's uh, pretty interesting. The Witch of Yazoo. The story is that it was back in, I think, the 1800s. I'm going to get this wrong because I haven't been out there in so long. But I think it was 1800s, whatever. They, they ended up. There was this woman and she lived by the river. And it's in Greenville, Greenville, Mississippi. Is that right? Am I, oh. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I love that place. I go there all the time. David, what is wrong with you today? But um, she lived on the river and the people of the town, I guess they didn't understand her because I mean, she was older. She lived by herself, but they just couldn't explain it. Just like a lot of the witches and witch trials and all that people were scared of it and they couldn't explain why people did this. They thought it was, it wasn't right, you know? So, but she lived out there and people called her a witch and, Ended up the sheriff. The sheriff ended up going out there to her house. She wasn't there, and then she ended up running from the sheriff. She fell in some quicksand. Whenever she's drowned, whenever she was drowning, she was on the way down. She yelled back. She was like, oh, "Whenever I come back, I want to burn this whole town down." Uh, actually, the story is on most terrifying places in America. Haunted road trips. I did some reenacting for that for the Witch Yazoo. It's a real good story. You can look it up. Uh, Willie yeah. Morse. Willie Morrison is the one that wrote the book about it. But um, anyway, uh, I think a hundred years went by, something like that. And next thing you know, on on her death date, the whole freaking town burnt down. No they, went to, they went to the grave where they had chains around her grave and the chains were broke. No. So that is the story of the witch of Yazoo. Oh, I, saw, no, I would say it was awesome. You know, it's a terrible thing going in the place down, but you know, wow, what? What what burnt down the whole town? The whole yeah. town. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> uh, uh Yazoo, Yazoo City Burning. Look that up. Yazoo. Uh, I actually I think there's also a movie about it too. Uh something, I don't know, but they, they redirected it around it was the burning of Yazoo, but they redirected it around slavery and all that. It's a real good movie. Real good movie. Oh yeah, I'll have a look at that. Um Santa is it Santana Bridge? Santana Santra Bridge, Santra Bridge, uh, is the really bad. So I'm saying it right. San, is it Satarsha? So that's it, Satarsha Bridge. Oh, Satarsha. Yeah, that's uh, the gates of hell. Oh, it be, well, it would be. I guess it would be Satarsha, Mississippi. Uh, that would be the gates of hell, maybe. 
Uh, well, the story is, uh, anyway, I've been out there and investigated. That's just like right down the road from the witchy as it. And it's like a little bee town. Well, went out there and a lot of people were like, yeah, I've seen, they see or really see true orbs, light anomalies. Um, there's a couple of hanging trees out there. And the story is behind it is that over a hundred of Indians ended up jumping to the death in the Yazoo City. Let's see what just. Do you still investigate and search Bigfoot? <laughs> Hell, I'm not going to talk about the Bigfoot right now. That's for another show. <laughs> it, it, it's a long story, but yeah, they, we did get some cool stuff about the, the Bigfoot thing. It was uh pretty interesting. I'm not really into it, but, uh, 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 while, while we're on, why Alex is going at it, we might as well just put this one up. Dad, David loves chickens. You know, I know it's I know it's legal in Holland. What what he might be implying, but I don't think it's legal in. Um... Yeah, th that's what he's implying. Uh, <laughs> that's what he's implying. Uh, yeah, he has a <laughs> he has some videos out there about that. You can go to his YouTube page as well. I think it's called Rainbow. Uh, I think it's Rainbow Al, if I'm not mistaken, on YouTube, Alex. Um, yeah. But the. The story is, yeah, the Indians jumped, jumped to the death in the Yazoo City River because the Union soldiers were going to take over the property, their land, and they didn't want to give them the land, so they just committed suicide. So now mm -hmm. all these light anomalies and the, the supposedly there's a whirlpool out there and it has green lights that come up on uh, in the water that you can see. I did hear while we were out there, we filmed an episode on it. I did hear a woman scream. Cool. Uh, and this is in the middle of nowhere, cornfields and shit everywhere. So... It's pretty interesting. It's pretty. I had one of my friends, Walt Grayson, went out there, and he didn't. He's a news reporter. He went out there and did a story on it, and it fried his fifteen thousand dollar camera. Wow! It just fried it, and uh, he went out there again. Another one got fried. He was like, "I'm not going back to that place. It's killing all my stuff." <laughs> so, geez, yeah, it must just absorb all the energy. Mm -hmm. the, the, while we're on the bridges, is it Mississippi Bridge, like a crybaby bridge? Story of a woman. I haven't been to Crybaby Bridge, but yeah, there's yeah. a couple of crybaby bridges out there. Um, yeah. I haven't been to that. Uh, Stucky's Bridge is pretty cool. That was, oh, yeah, yeah, Stucky's Bridge. That was on most terrifying places in America, too, as well. One of my episodes, and we talk about it. And I actually got attacked and pushed down on the bridge. Jeez. Uh, so these are, where are these on these episodes? They're on just in case of Discovery Plus. Right. Yeah, Discovery Plus. Uh, you can look up, I guess, go Discovery Plus, Stucky's Bridge, I guess. Okay. And look that up. Um, it's, oh man, it's, it, I couldn't even tell you the episodes. <laughs> I forget half of them. Right. But, uh, that place was pretty cool. It's actually actual footage of me getting pushed down. I felt like I was going to get like pushed over the bridge. But old man Stucky, he, he was a part of the Dalton gang. The Dalton gang, they were not, yes, the Dalton, I think it is the Dalton game. They were real bad in, in Mississippi. I mean, they would kill people, rape, murder. I mean, just, they were horrible. Stucky, old man Stucky was so, no, nah, I haven't been to Emily's Bridge. I've never heard of that. I'm going to look it up though. Oh, Stucky, old man Stucky was so bad that the Dalton gang, or the Hart Brothers, the Hart Brothers, that's what it is, the Hart Brothers, they kicked him out of their gang. He was so Jeez. bad. No. <laughs> He got property on. The, he actually squatted and had a house on the uh, Chunky River right there at Stucky Bridge. And passersby, he would come out and ask him to come in. Hey, look, I'll take care of you. Give food, that that uh, water. And they, the people that would, he'd let them go. But the people that wouldn't, 
he didn't like that. So we ended up murdering all these people, travelers, and buried them on the banks of the Chunky River right up under Stucky's Bridge. And to this day, old man Stucky, you can still hear him up under there. You can hear loud splashes of water, you know, like bodies being dropped in there and all that. I mean, I've heard it before, too. So, oh, that's some proper horror film stuff, isn't it? It's like Jason oh, yeah. kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's scary. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool location, though, but I wouldn't go out there alone. No. Mont Sorry, I know I'm getting you talking, aren't I? But Mount Helen Rolling Fork, what's that all about? Mount Helena is um Mount Helena was a cool location. I investigated it a couple of times, really never got that much evidence of. But the place is built on an Indian mound. I mean, huge white house, gorgeous white in the middle of a freaking cornfield. That's close to Satoshi in that area, too. And uh, it's built on any amount. I mean, <laughs> there's got to be some stuff going on there. I never really got that much evidence, but it's because it was paid events there, too. So wasn't really able to deep, dig deep into it. But. So do you, you do that? You do like uh, you take guests out with you and do events and things like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been doing. Yeah, I've been doing that for like 22 years. Um <laughs> come out be a paranormal investigator for you know for the night and uh yeah. i like doing that because it gets like the weekend warriors like young people teenagers get to come in and actually see how it's actually a real paranormal investigation is conducted yeah. instead of going out there these places and just being weekend warriors you know they know yeah. they're safe in these locations and plus any kind of advice this and that i get to you know tell them just my opinion on it yeah and the good thing is I have other investigators and they can tell their opinion and go from there. So yeah. uh, I actually uh, got one I'm working on eventually. I might do it next year at the Black Swan Inn in Tilton, New Hampshire. Beautiful location. I love Black Swan Inn. It's yeah. just a great bed and breakfast. Oh, wow. I mean, they, they watch these TV shows, don't they? And they all want to do it. I mean, that's what we're about. We run investigations as well. And at least you're guiding them and doing it respectfully as well and showing them how to use the equipment properly and things like that. Because it's, no, it's not good going in blind. It's nice to have someone there, especially it can be scary. Yeah, 100% really scary. Yeah, definitely dangerous. And, you know, the thing is, a lot of them, they show up with the ghost radar. And the apps on the phone, like, no, all that is programmed in there. Believe me, I program one myself. It don't trust the apps. Don't do it. And, you know, uh, even with the spirit box, a lot of people love the spirit box. The thing is with the spirit box, originally it was designed for the white noise. Don't listen to what's coming out of the box. Listen to what's on outside of the box. That's where you get your, your EVPs and class A's. But yet, there, I will say... I have seen a couple of times where it it was like something manipulated in the box and the voice came out. It was totally freaking different. Wow. So you never know. I mean, but the apps wise, I mean, I would definitely go away from that. You know, 100%. That's just my opinion, though. Everybody has different styles and stuff like that. Alex has picked you up nicely. Passionate oh, thank you, brother. Thank nice. you. <laughs> he does like you, even though he... Yeah. He said your chicken story. <laughs> you want to see his videos that he made fun of me? He even dressed up like me, put a ball cap on, you know, like he was bald and all that. It was like, I'm David Childers, y'all, y'all, y'all. It's the highest form of flattery when they copy you. No, nah, it's, it's must like, really like you. <laughs> yeah, that's my boy. I've known Alex shoot, uh, probably about 10 years now. Oh, uh, what's yeah, your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite bit of equipment? 
Are you into all this modern stuff? Do you like a bit of Victorian methods? What are you, what are you into? Me. I like me and uh, voice recorder and camera. Huh. I mean, I'll take uh, like a K2 meter. I'll take that. But other than that, I'm old school. I like that because all the new stuff out there, like the SLS, I have one. Spent mm-hmm. $600 on it. Use it twice. It just yeah. maps out all this stuff around and the stick figures and all that. I mean, get on the phone now. Like I said, you never know. It could work. You know, yeah. I'm sure people have had experiences with it. I just, me, I like the old school stuff. I like the EVPs. I like to see and hear it and yeah. instead of using the equipment and say, oh, yeah, that's paranormal. But it could yeah. be something else. Even the K2 meter Wi-Fi sets it off. I mean, you could be you sit here in one area and it just go off automatically and not come back on again. You're like, why did that happen? But yet the Wi-Fi will set it off. So. Do you put trigger objects down, like drawing around a crucifix or like cat balls or glowing balls and things like that? I haven't used the cat balls, but I do like that idea. I've seen a lot of investigators use yeah, it. I love them. that idea. Yeah, I love that idea. Get them off eBay. And it's a little yep. tap. The lights the lights light up, all the glowing ones. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's cool. And, oh, here's another one my friend Mike told me about. I love this technique. I use it every time. The cell phone technique. Have you ever heard that? No. Okay. Basically, what you do, you get two cell phones, okay? I'll put one finger up. Uh, two cell phones and... <clears throat> All right, you go into say a bed and breakfast or wherever you're investigating. Put uh, put one cell phone down. Use the other cell phone. Call that cell phone. Put it on speaker. Get your voice recorder. Set it beside that cell phone. Have that other cell phone on speaker. Walk out of the building. Stay out of the building. Stay away from anything where the voice recorder. Any anything. Basically, you're not going to contaminate it. So it's just a cell phone and the voice recorder in there. Sit here and ask questions. The others, the other phones on speaker, they can hear your voice, and so is a voice recorder. And if something comes back, you can also hear it on that uh, on the other phone that's on speaker. It's no contamination. No, that yeah, sounds so, really good. And the I thing, mean, is, the cool thing is, we've done it, and we've heard a voice come back, a disembodied voice come back on that other cell phone. So, and we actually got it on the voice recorder on the inside where that cell phone was on speaker. Do you know what? I wonder if you could do the same thing with the baby monitors. You can get plug-in baby monitors, can't you? And plug that's, one in one end and then another end. That's, yeah. old, that's the old school way. That's yeah. the old. That's what we used to do back in the day. And then the cell phone came out. It was like, eh, that's actually a lot better because it's a lot more yeah. sensitive. It's not staticky and all that crap. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, you're right. Uh, question there, question to David and the host Sarah EVPs, what are the best, most memorable EVP you have ever caught? Well, you go first because I've got to think about this one. Oh, come on, you're prettier than me. You go. <laughs> oh, well, I would say we was at uh, Don Styler's gym in, I think it's in Portsmouth. It's a very old gym, the land around it's old. It used to be like a military kind of so, so, small parks and it was it's, it goes dates back to about I'd say 16th century the land itself and then the gym was bought on top uh, it, and there's all sorts of spirits there from the all over the world different countries and things like that. So languages come through as well and yeah. we was in the gym we did an EVP and we just got this woman's voice come through as I was like, has anyone there yes um, ha- uh, what's your name? Can't remember the name at the time, but it was just it was on the EVP, and I was like, "Wow!" Well, she was answering the questions as we were we were we doing the EVP. So, yeah, that yeah. is cool. 
That is yeah. awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, mine, I have a few of them, but probably the one that really tugs at my heart. We were investigating um, the, the glam. Actually, it's called Adore the Glam House now. It used to be the old River Chicks in downtown Vicksburg. Actually, it's one of the episodes. Actually, the EVP is on one of the episodes on Ghost Adventures, Spirits oh. Under Siege. They investigated I, whenever we filmed with them, that location. And uh, I just put it up. I just put it up. Actually, I put it, I think, on Facebook and my TikTok with that on there. I just put it up <laughs> yesterday. That's so funny. Um, we were investigating it and just walking around upstairs, my friend Chris Burtz, he had his recorder going. He was talking and talking to his daughter. And next thing you know, in the background, you hear a little girl say, I'm still alive in here. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Because you yeah. slowed it down as well and you enhanced it, didn't you? Yeah. What's that yeah. That one right there tugged at my heart because it was a fire. Yeah. Years ago before that, like during the 1800s and sort of thinking maybe that little girl could have been up there looking out the window screaming, I'm still alive in here while everybody's sitting here looking up there, you know, so yeah, pretty sad. Sometimes they're still stuck in their own existence of where they were, wasn't they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to hit you with a few more questions. I'm, no, I'm still on the old Mississippi, but I am a bit obsessed. Uh, there's a guy, I don't know if you heard, it's like an urban legend, the blues legend Robert Johnson, who did a deal with the devil. Have you heard of this guy? Yep, that's my boy. Oh my gosh, I love that story. Oh, you know, it's so funny. Know? You bring that up. I was up here in New Hampshire and I was I, I was in Salem and I went to one of the shops and I just looked up on the wall and there were there was a a drawing and it had Robert Johnson on there, sold his soul to the devil. I'm like, what is this doing in the crossroads and everything? Like, what is this doing up here in Salem? So I bought it <laughs> and uh but, uh, yeah, Robert Johnson, he uh, ended up leaving. Well, he wanted to be a blues player, okay? And, of course, the Mississippi Blues Trail real big down there. Well, yep, everybody knows Robert. Yep, Jen. Um, he ended up, uh, people made fun of him. He was sitting here. He was trying to play. People made fun of him because he sucked at it, and he disappeared for, like, a year. He came back, and he just shredded it. He was, like, one of, he's, like, one of the biggest blues players then. And, uh Actually, a lot of rock stars and stuff learned from him, and that's like one of their idols because he was so good at the blues. The story was that all the other blues players were like, he sold his soul to the devil. That's why he plays so good because he was only gone a year. There's no way anybody could play like that. They couldn't play like that. And uh, Robert Johnson, he traveled around, went all the way to Memphis. To I think he went a little bit further north and went back down to Mississippi uh, it's a cool story. The Hounds of Hell, man. You got to listen to his, listen to his music. Listen to, uh, uh, take me to the crossroads. The, listen to that song. It's real eerie. And he's talking about the Hounds of Hell, how they're coming to get him, that he sold his soul and all oh. that stuff. So, yep. Oh yeah. That sounds pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, the crossroads are actually located in Clarksdale, which is right close to Greenville. Satarsha, all that area, the Delta, the Delta is a Mississippi blues trail. The, um, there's one big question I want to ask you. Also, um, voodoo. Please tell us you got any you got any voodoo stories or anything about voodoo in Mississippi. I never. I I have a real good friend that's a high voodoo priest, but I mean that's really about it. No voodoo stories. No. I sort of stayed away. Well, I, I love New Orleans. I love Nola. 
used to go there down there all the time. Hell, I was only two and a half hours from it, but never really ran across anything evil, sadistic. Because you know, like I said, I respect all religions. Yeah, yeah, I really do. I respect all of them, and but there's a lot of it. There's stuff to it. It really is. I mean, especially you get. Uh, I mean, I'm not really into the Marie Laveau thing because, you know, some of the history about that, that someone says she was a con artist, this and that, but there's a lot of them down there that were real, real into the voodoo. And uh, do some research. It gets dark. It gets real dark. Did you have a lot of like black history of hauntings and slavery and things like that there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, being down there, yeah, it's a lot lot of them. I mean, like in Vicksburg, some of the, in the basements and stuff, there's still places where shackles were and all that stuff, which they removed them. Thank God they did. And, uh, but, yeah, it's a lot of places down there. Back that time, back then at that time, it was just freaking horrible, man. It really was horrible, horrible history. Uh, But never, never really ran across such as you know slave wise mm-hmm. you know evps or whatever like that thank god so that means they done moved on and they they don't have yeah. to sit here and look at this world anymore because they yeah. went through hell yeah. they went that's why i thought it might be more activity with with what the the hellish ordeal they had to go through which is awful yeah yeah well it, oh my god it was horrible yeah uh you've uh well, I've got a quick question here from somebody. Oh, Louise, my good friend Louise. Uh, a question for both of you. What is your favorite place to investigate? I think I might have touched on that. I'm not sure. Did we ask that question? What's your favorite place to investigate? Mine. Oh, Shanley Hotel, Black Swan Inn, yeah. Yeah. Emory Estates. I'm going to Oliver House next weekend. That's going to be amazing. Um, Penhurst. I'm just going down. Uh, well, yeah. naming them all. Home. Yeah, uh, McNutt House of Vicksburg, Mississippi. Oh my gosh, that place House. Is beautiful. Yeah, McNutt House. <laughs> <laughs> Governor, Governor McNutt, actually. That's everybody. <laughs> does. They start laughing whenever I say it. Uh, um, the real Conjuring House. But I think you know the one I'm like I said I really feel comfortable with close to home would be Black Swan Inn in Tilton, New Hampshire. Yeah. That does sound good. Have you, if you could go anywhere in the world to investigate anywhere, where would your dream location be? The Colosseum in Rome. Oh, oh yeah, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? That'd be really good. Lots could happen there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Do you believe in a higher being? Have you got your faith, or do you think? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm hundred percent God fearing person. Have you ever witnessed, uh, so I'm just throwing them at you now, have you ever w- witnessed a possession or anything like really creepy? No. I've, I've been on 10 supposedly demonic possessions. All of them were sleep paralysis. Yeah. What's your so, thoughts on mediums and psychics? Do you, do you, can you spot an utter? Yeah. They're, they're real. They are definitely, well, the reason I know that because I have personal experience. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we talked about this earlier. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Well, so, we good friends just asked a question here. He says, hmm. "Have you received, have you received any physical injuries whilst investigating? I don't mean being attacked by a ghost. For example, I tripped you up in the dark and you fell out. Oh my good lord! <laughs> I, you I love you, Al. I love oh, you. Oh, he really got me in there. Uh, he draws you in, doesn't he? Uh, another question to you both." 
um, when when we were at Antwerp, we had an uh, interaction, and I believe it was the spirit of a young girl who seemed to be confused, answering our question, why, why and why are they there? Um, I've asked if she was aware that she had passed, and she said no. Um, spirit box, some become very aggressive. Yeah, I don't, what's your opinion on that? Me, I've never doing the old school, man, even go back to TAPS days. Uh, I was a TAPS family member years ago, and I still followed some of those rules. I never ask, do you know how you died? Yeah. Or do you know why you're dead? Because they might not, and they could get upset. It could, you yeah. know, because uh, they're, they're probably just in that realm where they're just there. Spiraling, round yeah. and round. So basically, you know, I just started, hey, like even with the K2, whatever, or camera or whatever, any kind of EMF, I try to relate to them like, this toy, this tool. I don't call that what it is. They don't know what the hell that yeah. is. <laughs> so it's either a toy or a tool or something like that. But yeah, I've, I've never done that because I wouldn't want to upset them. You, ne you never know. I mean, yeah. if it's intelligent like that, yeah, just basically, hey, we're here as friends. Just want to sit here, talk to you, hear your yeah. story. You know, that's it. Just want to have a conversation with you. You know? Sometimes we ask them if they want a cup of tea or a cigarette sometimes when, and they answer you back, yeah, I'll have a fag. It, it's interesting. They, they think that they're still alive, don't they, sometimes? Exactly. You want to relate to them, not sort of go against them, you know, type-wise. You, you want to stay in that time period that you think could be Yeah. and go from there. What's your thoughts on Ouija boards? I love them. I love them. You do them? Ouija boards, man, just my opinion on it. I've, I've got Ouija boards. I've got a, yeah. I got a Ouija board at the house that has some dark history to it. But the Ouija boards, it's just another tool. My opinion yeah. is just another tool. I know people argue up and down about this. Oh, you're using your energy. You're doing this. Dude, you're holding a voice recorder. You're using your energy. Yeah. You're asking questions. It's coming back, going through there. You're using, holding that device. You're doing the same thing. Dow some rods. Is a conduit. It's copper. Your energy is going through there. Energy is going to be coming back through there. It's the same thing as putting your hands on that planchette and yeah. asking questions of moving around. Holding a K2 meter, same thing. I mean, you're using your body as a conduit no matter what you do. If you're holding that device, you're using your body just like the Ouija board is. Yeah. I would say, I mean, I would close any investigation out same way you would want to close a Ouija board out. It's, it, I mean, it's the same thing. You're physically touching it and you're using your brain. You're using your voice. So that's just my opinion on it. Yeah. It's even with the glass and the marble or dowsing rods. You're still asking the spirit to interact with you, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And you're physically yeah. touching it just like you are the Ouija board. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it, it depends on the intent with any equipment, uh, especially the Ouija it depends on your intent while you're using it. I mean, don't sit here and try to summon up a demon and this and that, you know, type thing. You see what I'm saying? It's yeah. all about intent. Have you ever, if you could give any advice to like the public who want to go out investigating, what, what, what kind of advice would you give? Don't be a weekend warrior. Go out there, do your research, get on the internet, try to find a credible team that is near you or somebody even on Facebook that you see that is active and you like their style. Mm -hmm. They're doing it for the right way. They, they're they credible. Go out yeah. there and try to contact them and go from there, even if you can go on a paid investigation. And that's what I'll do. I would make sure that 
<laughs> you're around people that know what they're doing for you go out there and you dive into it because yeah. shit is dangerous, man. It is, yeah. uh, you know, you have, to be respectful. Huh? you have to be respectful as well. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Don't. And I mean, a lot of these, not even just the, the hauntings and the spirits, you also can go into places that are very dangerous, mm-hmm. fall through a floor, Fall down an elevator shaft, get black mold <laughs> I mean, black mold in there. You can get it all over your lungs, asbestos. Yeah, asbestos. So, Run into a murderer. Exactly. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. And like you said, go with people. Go with definitely yeah. people. Definitely. Um, yeah. You've run it. You've uh, rubbed shoulders with some paranormal celebrities as well. And you know, you've uh, was it to name drop a few? I'd really love to meet the Ghost Brothers and Jack Osborne, that hairy little dude. Love to meet him. I mean, you, uh, I mean I'm, I'm so jealous right now. Ashley Godwin and also, um, oh God, what's his name what's from Ghost that? Adventures? I flipping forgot oh, his Zach, name. Zach and Aaron and then. <laughs> Zach, <laughs> yeah. all the, what are they like to work with and who's your favorite, who's uh, your favorite? i liked all of them i really like the ghost brothers are freaking and uh, they're hilarious we did it uh they were holding an event down in mobile alabama and i just we all bought a ticket it was at a comic-con actually and we had a table out there and went over there started talking to them and just hit it off and next thing you know we went to the event afterwards and i went ahead and i bought a ticket Went in there, I'm just going to hang out and just investigate with them. And whatever people, you know, paying customers out there, ended up, it was overbooked. And they needed help. So, uh, oh my God, Juan, you're going to kill me if I butcher your name. I guess, yeah, Juan. (laughs) But he came up to me, he was like, can you help? I was like, yeah, sure, I'll lead the team. So I ended up leading the team, this and that. And it was so cool because toward the night was over with, I hear him, David. David, where are you? Now look over. I got a group with me, and we're investigating. I look over. I was like, I was like, I was like, is he calling my name? I'm trying to do this thing. He was like, one of the girls came up. He always oh, over there. He was like, I got to investigate with David. So he comes over there. He was like, come on, let's go. So all three of us go together with the team. We're in this one area. Nothing really was going on, and I'll just and it was almost over with, and everybody was like. Uh, so I was like, I asked a question. I was like, are you the one that put the lotion on the skin? <laughs> everybody busted out laughing. They busted out laughing. They looked at me and they, both, both of them at the same time looked at each other and looked at me and went, what? <laughs> I was like, dude, you never know, never know. And they, they fed into it and started joking around, doing nursery rhymes and all that. So great group of people. Uh, TWC, Chris, you know, Porter, all them. Uh, from Ghost Asylum, amazing people. Zach, Zach is a real good person. Hell, he brought me a steak dinner. Uh, all yeah. of them out there, yeah, all of them out there. I've investigated with or filmed with. Amazing, they really amazing. And I haven't ran across a single one of them that faked evidence. Not no. one of them. They That's wouldn't the even take. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't even take my evidence. But it was it was it was at that location. Yeah. I wasn't doing anything with it. Take it, you can have it. But they wanted their own, which I love it. I love it. You know, so yeah. Yeah, that's the thing about great TV, isn't it? It can get a bit monotonous. I mean, you're there when you're ghost hunting. You could be there for hours, and hardly anything happens to keep an upbeat, 
like um, vibe going and also the fun. I mean, people love to watch people shit themselves as well. It's part of the part of the one of these ladies here. Is it? Oh, Jen, she likes watching Jack and Katrina. And I do love Katrina because she's got balls of steel. You know, send her in there. She'll be there all night. She don't give a shit. She's like, she's hard as nails. And then there's Jack who just craps himself after five minutes and one goes crying to his mom. And it's, it's fun to watch as well, isn't it? And don't get me wrong. I love Nick Groff, he's dead serious, and it's all these all different styles of investigations. But it's just keeping the keeping it on a upbeat. They do the spirits do love they love good positive energy as well, don't they? They yeah. thrive on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you want to go into a place with positive energy, not yeah. negative. Definitely not. And I, it's you know, really, I don't watch the shows uh, that much anymore. I mean, I haven't watched them in oh my gosh, years. Uh, except for the ones I own, uh, that I'm on. And the reason I do watch it, because I want to make sure I do the next one better. And I didn't <laughs> it but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's good to watch those shows because it is knowledge. A lot of it is knowledge because, and there's so many different techniques out there and they're bringing it to the table. And yeah. that's what I do love about it. Back in the day, we were, we were labeled as Satan worshipers. We were dark. We were evil. And when these shows came out, it opened up doors for all of us investigators yeah. to actually be a part of locations, which you know, was real good, real good. We're just learning at the end of the day, aren't we? Yeah, yeah we're mean, always learning. Nobody is an expert in the field. Nobody yeah. is. I've been doing it for 20, 22 years, and I learn new shit every day. Yeah. Um, people have been doing it for a year, two years, you know, and that's what we want to do. All of us mm -hmm. get together and learn from each other. That's um, how... Unity. Yep, that's how we're going to sit here and get this, get the evidence and get the holy grail of the paranormal. We oh, work yeah. together and don't be, and don't be, you know, paradrama and you know what, what else? Uh, territorial about your locations. I mean, and your evidence as well. They exactly. can be really bitchy about what evidence you bring to the table. Some of these, and I think for if you put it out there and you feel that you've it's real to you, you know. Either like it or don't like it. You know what I mean? That it's all it's all about sharing, isn't it? Exactly. And see, the thing is, okay, you put your evidence out there, it gets torn apart. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's what we do. That's what yeah. we do. That's that's why I don't get mad about the evidence I put out there. You know, no, I put, yeah. put it out. If I think it's really legit and I busted my balls or our balls or whatever, or yeah. lady bits, whoever's with me. <laughs> And we bust ass to try to disprove it and try to prove it's not paranormal because most of it out there, 80% can be explained. The other 10% yeah. might be. So, you know, if we know what's out there and we put it out there, go ahead and tear it apart. I don't care. But we know <laughs> what actually happened. This is one thing I've learned, especially about Ed and Lorraine Warren. And Lorraine was a big Catholic, weren't you? They were both very religious in their faith and that. And I don't think it matters what kind of religion you are, what faith you are. As long as you're, if you can't learn from something, how can you conquer it? How can you understand it? How can you believe it? You, it that's what part of the paranormal is about, I think. Yep. Hey, yeah. well said. Well yeah. Said. Right. Last question, because I know I've had a lot of your time. And you probably want to have your tea because what is it about four o'clock over there? Something like that. I have no <laughs> idea. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> so, if you was having a dinner party and you could invite five paranormal, paranormal dead or alive, paranormal people, paranormal celebrities, any who would you invite? Five dead or alive, inspirations. Shit. 
Now that right there, I've never heard that question before. You got me right. That was awesome. <laughs> that was that's awesome. Right. That's my I mate Joe. She, she, she did that one. Yeah, that great question. Um, yeah, you can use that. <laughs> <laughs> that's only that stumped me. Uh, I would say definitely Lorraine Warren. Yeah, that's brilliant. Uh, John Zaffis. John's, you know, John's at Haunted Collector. Okay, uh, let's yeah. see. Chris Sanders, my boy. Oh, I got him in there. He's gotta cooking. Have, <laughs> gotta have Mr. Sanders. Um, two more. Yep, two more. Shit. Uh, Dead or alive. Let's go for Harry Houdini. Oh yeah, he'd be great, wouldn't he? And he'd be entertaining. Yeah, and I mean, he was a big skeptic and he tried to prove the paranormal not real oh i would have anybody that has been in the parapsychology field there just for the hell of it to argue with Ooh. us about it well that would be interesting yeah that'd be good somebody's been in the parapsychology field for years the ones that argued that the paranormal wasn't real that ghosts weren't real yeah i would have one of them people even some of these parapsychologists i've had i've had a few I mean, I've, I've spoken to some of them. Uh, they they still have that little element of doubt that they just can't explain. Yeah. yeah. See, back in the day, though, it was a lot of doubt, you know. Yeah. So, yep. Brilliant. <laughs> well, thank you very much, David. You have been a really interesting fella, and it's been great having you on our show. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. I appreciate the invite. Yeah. And if you, do you want to plug a few things? Do you want to tell us about what you got going on just quickly? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, real quick. Where to find you? Just off, yeah, just off the top of my head. Uh, check out Sleepy Hollow Paracon, October twenty second. Chris Sanders is putting it on. First ever Sleepy Hollow event. Tickets are still out there. Vendor tables too. I think there's some vendor tables left. Go to Sleepy Hollow Paracon on Facebook. Hit that up. Check out Get Haunted Network on Facebook. Amazing group of people. Love them. They hold some amazing paranormal events. Really. Uh, let's see. It's Haunted Network. We have a show called It's Haunted Podcast. Go to It's Haunted Network on Facebook. Check out all the shows. We have some amazing people on there. We have five or six shows on there. Uh, I don't want to leave anybody else, anybody out. What else do we have? I think that's really about, yeah, that's really about it. Just follow. follow uh, you can go to uh, TikTok, David Shorter's Paranormal Addict. Uh, YouTube, David Childress Paranormal Addictions. Got some sh stuff on there. Check me out on Facebook on my personal page. And that's really awesome. about it. Thank you so much, David. And check us out if you want to go to one of our events in the UK. We are www.portaltotheparanormal.co.uk. Uh, we have the Paranormal, the Haunted Antiques Paranormal Research Center in Hinkley. And that's a sleepover. Uh, loads of artifacts and that that harbour paranormal energy and that so that's a great place I've been there before we've got Oxford Castle and prison that's a sleepover too on in September yeah check out our website guys and join our page at Portals of the Paranormal and thank you so much David you've been amazing and guys watching if I haven't answered any of your questions we'll go through them later and we'll have a we'll answer them in the little chat bit there thank you so much you've been amazing ciao for now bye Thanks, David. <laughs>